Hello and welcome to the Care It Out Sleep Show, a podcast for tired parents who are searching for a bit more sleep the caring way. I'm your host, Kerry Secker, infant sleep consultant, founder of my unique sleep approach, Care It Out, and your caring sleep supporter. I really hope you'll join me on my mission to get small to settle night's sleep without the tears, training, or techniques. I love talking about sleep and I can't wait to share my sleep subjects with you. My approach to getting you more sleep is simple, straightforward, but above all, it's got to make sense and feel best for you. Ready to get more sleep? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Carrot Out Sleep Show. You are listening to your host, Kerry Secker. I hope you are really well and I really hope you enjoy this podcast. Whether you are a seasoned sleep show stalker and have listened to every single episode out there, I think this is episode 23 now, it goes so, we grow so fast, or you have just tuned in to the podcast for the first time, I really hope you enjoy it and find it interesting. Going to be doing something a little bit different for this podcast. I talk a lot about sleep, a lot about sleep, in case you hadn't realised. Um, that's because I'm really passionate about it. And I also talk a lot of, um, talk about a lot of things for you so I thought it was about time I did it's going to be a short podcast episode I hope but a short episode um, about how Care It Out came about and me and my approach and and how I got started and some of you um, I asked on Facebook and Instagram if you had any questions that you would like to ask this seems to be a really popular thing where I put on my stories or on a post do you have any questions that you would like me to answer in the podcast um, and I get sent loads and I actually really it focuses me on the podcast and I really 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 enjoy talking I hope that comes across and answering questions um so I've got five questions as well from there um but let's start with who am I so I am a massive lover of yellow play on words my puns and I love a good denim shirt the little tidbit about me there but I'm also Kerry Sacker infant sleep consultant and founder of my unique sleep approach care out and care out really i really do feel is very different and very unique because i didn't get taught this i'm going to talk about this more later in the um in the episode and i really really am on a mission to get as many of you as many families as i can a settled night's sleep with no tears no training or techniques i all i ever want for a family all i ever want it brings me so much joy is that you get more sleep um it's not about pushing your small to join the sleep through crew though that sometimes happens if your baby or your small is biologically ready and capable of doing that i'm all about just finding a sleep situation that is sustainable it's manageable it's working for you your small their sleep and the whole family um so yeah that's who i am and it's been a long time coming i spend most of my days um my working day with the with my practice now um and i thought it'd be really good to give a little bit of idea of how that practice came about um so my background i came from a massive family my dad is one of six so when we were growing up there was always some party and always some baby in a car seat or on the floor sleeping around and i was just fascinated and i think my love of children and babies did it started really young for me my mum always used to say i was like a little mother clucker like with the children looking after them 
holding the babies I just found it fascinating so that's where it all started really I came from a massive family there was always children about um all my dad's siblings had children lots of cousins running around with lots of cousins and they, they went on to have babies so I kind of grew up really that's all I've ever really known and then when I was about I think I was 18 it was after A levels I went to college and I did my NNEB in um chartered studies it was a two-year course it was pretty full-on to be honest I don't remember because it's 23 years ago now I can't believe that um so I can't really remember much of it but I do remember it was pretty full-on it was a full-time course I was at college five days a week um the coursework I've still got the coursework actually there's loads of coursework and coursework and assignments and it was pretty full-on and we learned everything to do with um child development emotional um emotional development um physical development um everything to do with babies and childhood all the way up to five it was i really really enjoyed my course up until then i'll be honest i didn't really feel that i mean i was 17 18 what did i know but i felt that i really didn't hadn't found what i was really passionate about but as soon as i started that course it just made so much sense to me absolutely loved it i think i passed it with a distinction i threw myself into it for two years which is hard when you're 18 and all you want to do is go out and party i did that too um and before we graduated we had somebody i still remember her name jemima from british nannies come in and give us a talk about um nannies and i remember sitting there and just was captivated by her i was just like this sounds like this sounds amazing i want to be a nanny and something that comes up all the time with me is i follow my instincts i don't know where this has come from but i always listen to my gut my gut is good and i sat there listening to this talk by jemima and I was like, this voice popped into my head, I want to be a nanny. She made it sound so glamorous, so fun. I just knew, I was like, this is what I want to do. I was born for this. So I got my dad, because I didn't drive at that time, because it took me five times to pass my test. So I got my dad afterwards to, this was way afterwards, like, I went and said hello. I said, I want to be a nanny. And she was like, right, come over to my house, we'll get you registered. Um, we can't get you out on the jobs until you've... Um, graduated but we can get you on the books and then I actually managed to from there before I'd even graduated I'd managed to find um I'd gone for my first interview with a family three fa three children under five what was I thinking um and I got the job so before I'd even graduated I'd got my first job as a nanny with three children <laughs> under five it's crazy I was I must have been 19 20 I think when I, I graduated um I'm at that age now where I forget what age I was when I did those things um so yeah graduated had a big party that was amazing tripped up on the stage grabbing my certificate typical Kerry um but yeah and went out on my first job and I came out of um I call it nanny school it was it I don't mean to sound because it, again it was a t proper f full-on two-year course it's equivalent to um I can't remember what they call it, but it's an equivalent now to, um, but it was, it was a pretty full on course. And I, I came out and I honestly thought I knew everything. I knew nothing. Um, I came, went out onto the job um, and I, I should have explained actually when we did the training, the, they didn't really, it wasn't just on sleep. It was everything to do with childhood. So we learned cooking, nutrition, um, absolutely everything and how 
uh, babies develop, emotional. I think I've all gone. I've just all gone through that. We learned everything. So sleep. We did learn about sleep, but it was very. Um, it was a small, very small part of it. And what we did learn about it, it was very traditional. Leave them to cry. You're the boss. Um, you're in charge. They're manipulating you. Um, and when I was doing it, I didn't instinctively. I was just like, well, this doesn't feel right, but it's my training. I'm going to stick with it. So anyway, first time on the job, had to put the babies to bed in my care. And what you have to remember is care it out did take quite a while to come about. It wasn't that I just graduate, found out what I wanted to do, graduated, and then it came about. It was like 10 years later. We're, well, actually, we're 20 years down the line now. So it was a very slow process. But basically, I learned on the job very quickly that... Um, Oh, I know, the other thing we learned at nanny school, which was really interesting, was discipline, like things like the naughty step. We have to remember, was Gina Ford Ferber, super nanny, were at the pinnacle, at the height of their career back then. Um, and it just didn't sit right. It just instinctively didn't fit right, like putting the, um, the children in, leaving them to cry, um, ignoring them when they had an emotional outburst, putting them to bed, just leaving them to it when they were asking for support, naughty chair, time out, any of these things, it just didn't make any sense to me. Um, and for a while I did it because I was 19, 20, can't remember how old I was, but 19, 20. And I just thought, well, if I've been trained it, I, it must be true, there mustn't be any other way. And you have to remember, I, I'm that old, there wasn't the internet, or it wasn't like it is today. There was no Instagram, no Facebook, no internet. Everything was done on books, and it, it, I don't know, it was just completely different. So I just accepted it, that this is what's going to happen, um, that my training must be right. So I carried on with it for a bit, but I was miserable. Like I remember trying to settle some of the babies as I went through my career as a nanny. And I spent a long time as a nanny. I pretty much 18, 19 years, only in the last couple of years, let like like left the last family completely to concentrate on care it out. So it was a long time. But I would come out of the room, they were crying, calling my name and getting upset and I was getting hot and sweaty and I was crying, they were crying. It was miserable. I, my job was to um, put these these smalls to bed and I couldn't do it because I couldn't do it how um how I was trained so in the end I followed my instincts I was like this doesn't feel right doesn't feel good for them they're crying I'm crying they're sweaty I'm sweaty um I'm shaking they're probably shaking and in the end I spoke to the parents I was like look I absolutely love my job but this just doesn't doesn't sit right with me would you mind if I tried something else and they were like to be honest most of them were like, to be honest, we don't particularly like it either. It goes against our instincts. So I was like, look, I'm not going to be completely out there and try radical things. Um, but I'm just going to try something a little bit different and see if that helps. And I ended up following my instincts. My instincts were always to go into them if they asked for me, get them calm and then come back out again or talk to them if they were... Um, having like they did something naughty and I'd never used time out or anything I was um actually people nickname my nickname was the gentle nanny I didn't realize it was a thing 18 20 years ago like taking them out in a sling and um other nannies didn't really want to hang out I sound like a right sub story now get your violins out like other nannies didn't particularly want to hang out with me because I thought I was a little bit weird for carrying them around and not disciplining them um but I sucked my guns because that's what felt good to me and very slowly over time I realized it worked. I didn't have to leave the babies to cry to get them to nap or to sleep. I could go in and meet their needs when they asked 
for it and they would guess what they would still go to sleep they would still sleep well at night time and then it kind of just stumbled from there families would ask me for their advice at night time and at bedtime and overnight time I started to do a lot of proxy parenting when I was I think it was 23 24 again can't remember what age I was 23 24 I just all my friends were settling down had finished uni settled down and lots of them were getting married and starting having kids and I was just like is this it I just I just felt instinctively I had so much more that I wanted to do and don't get me wrong there's nothing more that's a whole other podcast I would love a baby um it's not happening so easy for me now um but yeah maybe I'll do a podcast that another time um but at 24 I just wanted to travel the world get drunk and have fun and and, and do my thing um, and I was just like, what am I going to do? And then again, one day I make decisions very, very quickly. Um, somebody was talking, a family I actually was working with at the time. She was like, my aunt has um, a friend that I was actually giving her some sleep advice, actually. from She wasn't the person I worked with. She was the friend. We were just talking on the playground. She was like, my aunt has a, um, she places nanny overseas. Why don't you do that? And as soon as she said that, I was like, yep, that's what I want to do. So again, I decided, went home to my mum and dad. Um, no preamble. I was like, I'm going to go and live abroad. They didn't. I think they'd got to that point where they just didn't even question me anymore. If I say something, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, went for an interview, and again, I got the first job, which was crazy, isn't it? Um, it is. It's really. I'm enjoying telling this story because you don't really think it was so long ago. You don't really think about it. So, yep. Yeah, at 24, I went off to Switzerland. Um, I was only meant to be going for a year. I ended up staying there for six years. Spent pretty much 24 to 30 there. I had a blast. I worked with one family. They had um, a baby when I got there and two old ones. I've always had worked for very big families. And I started doing lots of proxy parenting. They travelled a lot. I was often um, on my own with the baby and just got loads of experience that way. Everything I learned was on the job. And then when you work with the nannies, that's just your circle. Everybody you meet is a family, their family. They've got friends and they would come to me and ask me for advice on how to get them to sleep. Um, and it just started from there, really. And then um, when I was 30, I moved back. Again, I had that, my gut said to me, you need to leave now. You've, I don't know, it's weird, isn't it? I had such a great time. I skied all uh, winter snowboard no skied all winter swam all summer I made friends for like my family I call them my family we're still in contact now 16 years later made loads of friends loads of families um and I had a really good time but when I got to 30 I was like okay it's now time to to go back so moved back to London still a nanny at this point really um again found my feet found a lovely family did the whole by now I'd got really confident and how I was putting the babies down for nap and sleep and I could just do it and then um, I met some friends on a nannying job that I'm still really friendly um, with now Hi Rock Salt Consulting if you're listening uh, consulting Rock Salt Consulting if you're listening and um, she asked me for some advice on her baby and she was like it just worked Kerry it's it was so it was so useful and so helpful and I think she kind of gave me an ultimatum she was like either you do something with this and you have to share it just do something anything just go and share it or I'm going to so that was really the catalyst of that of where Carrot Out came about and in the beginning I was still nannying and I really really loved my nannying job really really loved it um 
nothing more it just brought me so much joy I mean I had I'm not perfect I had days when I was just like oh children I've had enough of my job like I'm no Mary Poppins or Mary Bobbins as my friends call me but I on the whole I really 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 enjoyed it and I still miss it to some degree um but it just got me thinking and talking about instincts actually I've forgotten about this when I went for my last job the family were absolutely lovely and instinctively when I went for that interview something told me that this was going to be my last family uh, so make the most of it and again I was there for three years so I'd already knew when that was ending I didn't know what I was going on to and what would happen or what would become of me um, but I knew that that was going to be my last nannying job um, I don't know how I knew that again instincts are very powerful and I just was like I'm just I'm going to give it a go so again <laughs> there's a, definitely a theme here we had just signed our mortgage for our new home buying our first home in London and I slept home to my husband and was just like I'm going to start my own business. And again, I don't even think he blinked because I think people, my friends, family are so used to me. Like when Kerry's made up her mind, this is what's happening. Um, and it's the same with anything, setting up a podcast, setting up a practice, doing something when I'm sure I, I, I just go. Um, and he didn't even bat an eyelid. He's been, my husband's been really super supportive. So without his support, because that must have really shook him, um, I certainly wouldn't be here um, doing what I do now. But he was like, yeah, whatever you want. And in the beginning, I was, I wasn't called Care It Out. I was called Kerry Cares Parenting. I really wanted to, I knew that I didn't want to get gentle in there because that really has already been done. And I just didn't feel that that, there's nothing wrong with gentle at all I just wanted something new something that reflected me so caring came about again that alliteration and it was Kerry Cares parenting for a long time and I didn't just focus on sleep I did behavior potty training talking about um, tantrums I did everything it was like an, I guess a, a, a nanny service and I really enjoyed it I'll be honest with you in the beginning I, again I was so naive I was like wow who like who wouldn't want to work with me it's 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 going to be not that I'm great but it's going to be great like there must there was a need for it I was so confident how wrong <clears throat> was I I think I had two clients um in the first year and made about 100 pound and lost so much more or didn't lose money but um had spent loads of money on the business um ha having my own business it was totally the hardest and best thing I've ever ever done um ever um, so it took a while and then it just took a while to find my feet I started getting working with families and it just went it just went from there and I think the key thing for me it took a long time so I think I've been Kerry Cares Parenting came about in 2015 so again it was a really good five years I don't believe in an overnight success um, for anything running a marathon getting a settled night's sleep setting up your business and actually one thing that I'm really trying to make myself available for is um, helping other businesses other small businesses um, move forward like just sharing stuff that I wish somebody told me when I was setting up my business and I'd have known so yes it was it came about Carrot Out came about from my I, um, from my experience of being a nanny and I'm always so honest and upfront with you I always try my best to do that I'm not medically qualified um, I all of my approach comes this stuff didn't I wasn't really taught this it's partly part of my training uh, my from my nanny school and I also went on to do um, four years ago I think just before I must have gone on to um, rebranded as care it out I mean that was an epiphany I'll talk about that in a second um 
and then went and did an OCN level four sleep training as well. So I ha- I do have that as well. And I think I use part of that, part of my uh, nanny school, part of my, I was as a nanny for 15, 20 years, I worked with so many different families, learned really quickly that every family, every baby, every small, every toddler is completely different. What works for one family might not work for another. I realized that I'm very, very good at reading people's feelings, listening to people and listening to what they want and, and using my instincts. So always very honest that my whole approach comes from my experience 20 years experience of being a nanny listening to my instincts and turning my back on my training people actually I don't think I ever said it to my face but they probably thought I was a little bit um a little bit silly for doing that maybe like you're taught this way why find another way but it didn't work for me and deep down again that my gut was telling me there's got to be another way this can't be the only way of doing it um so yeah, that's a little bit about how Care It Out came about. And nowadays, I, um, again, going from Kerry Cares Parenting to Care It Out, Care It Out was about three years ago. I had an epiphany. I love it. I don't know if you realise this. It is a play on... I love puns. I love words. I did um, always had a... When I wasn't playing... Um, with my cousins and hold, cuddling the babies, I was always reading a book. Um, and... I don't know where I was going with this, but I was always reading a book. And I, yes, I know, so play on words. And I've always, always just loved a play on words. I absolutely love it. And um, Care It Out is a play on Cry It Out. Um, and I absolutely love it now. It's short, snappy. And yeah, it's just grown, I think, just having my experience, getting more confidence as I've gone along. And it's just grown and grown from there. And I absolutely love it and now I spend um I don't nanny anymore my nanny days are long behind me um and I'm full-time at care it out I've got my we've moved out of my I worked in my home office for a long time um and now we've had two premises I absolutely lovely I absolutely love it I've got my sit my lovely assistant Dawn some of you might know her my little admin team my web team I absolutely love it and I'll do it full time and do you know what I wouldn't have it any other way I know this is where I'm meant to be and now I am really passionate about sharing my experience my instincts with you to get you and your small to that settled night's sleep without tears training or techniques I'd never want a family to um, feel like I did like I was going against my instincts and standing out the door wanting to go outside the bedroom wanting to go to the babies but didn't because we've been told that that's what we should do um um, my approach there's I honestly believe there's no right or wrong if I it's hard to sum up care it out but I think if I had to there's no right or wrong um, my whole approach is that um, if it's working for you all as well I don't believe that there's this perfect sleep schedule sleep shift where they're all going to nap at the same time every single day I don't believe we've got this expectation that every baby is going to be born with the same personality and temperament they're not I've worked with lots of them they're not um and um they're gonna all sleep by a set age they're gonna sleep at a set set time for a set amount of uh, length of nap they're all going to sleep 12 hours at night time they're all going to be settled in the same way they're all going to be able to make changes in the same way i don't believe that at all they're all really different so my whole approach is not about pushing you or your small to sleep through the night it's just about supporting you and your small to sleep the best of their ability so if it's working for you all is well crack on bed sharing room sharing them in their own room as long as they're past six months old so this guideline is very important to me um breastfeeding 
bottle feeding, combi feeding, however you feel um, you parent, um, I do believe that changes can be made with care um, and that we can get you to a place where sleep is sustainable and working for all of you. Um, and my approach is probably a little bit of so it's a little bit of everything every for me everything is linked so it's a little bit of everything a little bit of experience a little bit of science science so again i'm no scientist basic biology and then just working with your small um and yeah that's how that's my approach so i my whole approach is care it out it's not cry out control crying anything like that um it not anti them it's just not my bed bag at all I really wanted for me it's about balance I really wanted something in the middle and I really feel care it out is that um you don't have to if waiting it out works for you where you give it time you don't make any changes you surrender to what your baby needs in that moment works for you absolutely crack on if something like gina ford ferber um sleep training that feels good for you and you feel that's the best thing for your family um absolutely crack on and then i'm here wavering in the middle somewhere between the two um and it's it is care it out so there's no um leaving them to cry for a set amount of time um not responding to them um it's not always tear free carry out is not always tear free and a piece of cake but i do believe that we can get to a settled night's sleep without um leaving them to cry or doing something that doesn't instinctively feel right for you so much i could talk about that all day but i did want to try and keep this one pretty short if i could and i'm always happy um, again i always try and be a completely open book i'm always happy if you've got any questions for me always happy to hear from you and i'll always try and answer as many as i can personally i can't always do that or i will try and put you to um, a link as well so today i am on a mission to share or i call it my sleep chisel to share as much as i can my experience my expertise it's really important i am not an expert you are 100 percent um, I don't know it all. You never stop learning and every single family teaches me something. I learn from every single one of you. Um, and you, I never stop learning. I'm always reading, doing new courses, um, which is really important. But I am, I am very passionate about sharing my knowledge, my experience and my expertise with you. And I try and make my experience uh, this as accessible and um, available to as many parents as possible. Um, I do it in so many different ways. I have my Instagram, my social media account. So there's lots of free support there. I pretty much do a post a day, not at the weekend, but during the day. I do a post a day there. I do a live every Monday on Facebook and Instagram. Absolutely love that. That's a great way to start your week. Grab a coffee have a sit down have a chat have some bed banter answer as many of your questions as possible after that have a podcast ta-da, that you're listening to um new episode is out every second tuesday i think and i really love it i get into the I, I to be honest i find this one of the challenging things to do because i really like connection i like i like to eyeball people when i'm talking to them i know that sounds a little bit weird but i thrive on feeling connected and helping people and being with people though actually i'm an introvert which is a little bit weird um somebody had a name for that the other day and i can't remember what it is when you're all part introvert and part extrovert answers on a postcard um but I know that you find these useful, so that's why I push myself to do them. And I do. I've really enjoyed this episode. So I've got the podcast every second Tuesday. Um, I have my two online e-courses, Bedtime Basics and Bedtime Boundaries. They are a great guide to get you um, to get you started. And you can I'll put the links to those um, in my show notes as well. 
and then after that I do offer one-to-one sleep services as well if you need that and again I'll put them in the note but my day-to-day I'm in the office five days a week answering emails questions it's pretty full-time job but I absolutely love it and it is a mixture of doing all of the stuff that I've just gone through making e-courses webinars podcasts you know day-to-day running a business but the busiest bit is the practice and working one-to-one with families I'm just looking at my schedule now on the wall like it is pretty I don't work back to back but it is pretty busy so that's what I'm doing day to day I hope you really enjoyed that I really 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 enjoyed that um it was really nice just getting it out and going through my story um, again and how Care Out came about. If you've got any um, questions, as I said before, please, please, please do get in contact with me. Um, I'm actually going to do another episode, hopefully with another sleep consultant, about how to find the best sleep consultant for you. So if you are looking for someone um, for a little bit of sleep support, it might be worth hanging on for that. But yeah, I'm always happy to hear from you. Um, and now what I'm going to do is the last five minutes, I'm just going to quickly run through these five questions um, and answer them for you. These are questions that you have sent in. So question number one, what made me so passionate about sleep? Well, as I mentioned in the beginning, I used to do absolutely everything. Um, behavior, toilet training, like all aspects of parenting and nanny, nannying. Um, but I think what made me so passionate about sleep was one, it was what I felt, I love helping people, love helping people, classic people pleaser here. And I noticed that it was sleep that really, that parents that you really struggled the most with, and that's where you really needed my help. So I think that really helped me hone down on my area of expertise. Also, I really, really like sleep as well. I know, pers- I don't know how it feels like for you because nobody does, but I know for me, if I don't have a decent night's sleep, um, it just impacts everything. And also, I just realised that the difference it makes um, when you get that sleep and how it can change. People tell me all the time, it's changed everything. We're having another baby now because we're not so tired and that makes me so happy. Um, so yeah I think that's why I'm so passionate about sleep is because I'm passionate about helping families um just parent how they want to live their life like they want to and do it the best way that they want to as well so I think that's where that comes from and it's a good job because I really love talking about sleep what were the best parts of being a nanny is question number two what were the first part how long you got I could talk about this all day so many the stories I might have to do who would like another podcast episode on that the stories I had from being a nanny but I think my highlights were being able to travel and this is very selfish isn't it but from um from my point of view traveling I would never ever have been able to have afforded to travel like that or live like I did when I went and lived abroad so that was definitely absolutely up there learn so much about me about other families and that was great feeling that it was hard work um as you know because your parents um working seven to seven I had to go on holiday when they went on holiday really didn't have that well I did party hard outside of work but I really threw myself into being a nanny and I did really really enjoy it um even though it was hard work but seeing the children grow I think that's just like when they walk for the first time, when they talk, when they learn something and just getting to hang out with them, being outside all day and hanging out with them and again making a difference with the families that they wanted to go out to work um, and they felt that their children were 
were you know in well looked after in the best place i loved cooking i loved hanging out with them I, that was just my sense of humor i think maybe i am an overgrown kid and yeah just hanging out with them being funny like i love it and i'm still very very much in contact with pretty much most of the families that i worked with they're quite old like even the last family the little girl now she's not so little she's going in secondary school has a phone and she texts me i mean that is just wild this is somebody that's um I used to change their nappy and now they're sending me text messages. It's crazy, crazy. But yeah, best parts of being a nanny hands down was watching the children grow, helping the families and just, yeah, it was really, it's hard work, but really good fun. What training or qualifi qualifications do you have? Always really honest and upfront. And I've actually answered this um, in the bit before. There isn't, unfortunately, there isn't a anybody can call themselves a sleep consultant there isn't a formal qualification that you need must should do in order to call yourself one um got a, again I could do a whole other podcast on that um but yeah my training was the nneb for two years and then ocn level four sleep training and then all my experience as well and i think you could have all the qualifications in the world but it, i do think you need that experience too i think that's I'm fairly sure that's what makes me um, a really good sleep consultant is having that experience, building up, working with lots of different families, different situations, listening, learning. Uh, it's it's everything, isn't it? Do I have a standout baby family and why? I don't know whether this was as a, a nanny or um, a sleep consultant, but I have to say I don't compare. Um, that's just not fair. I take every family, every baby for who they are and where they're at. I think that's so, so important. There are families that really stick with me and you remember them. Um, and yeah, but all I think what I would like to say about this is every single family teaches me something every single time. Um, so yeah, I think all of the families I work with stand out. I think it's such a so hard i find it really hard reaching out for help it took me so long to reach out and get an assistant and admin i thought i had to do it all by myself so i think even just reaching i think you're all flipping amazing and just reaching out for help if you need it i think it's such a big thing so yeah all the families that and babies i've met stand out because they're uniquely them oh i sound like such a soppy idiot don't i and then how did i create a caring solution when so many advise crying so question number five last one how did i create a caring solution when so many advise crying i think I've already, again i think i've already answered it but i think i just knew deep down there had to be another way control crying sleep training leaving them when they were crying just didn't make any sense to me and it went against my instincts it instinctively didn't feel right and for someone that's always followed followed their gut it didn't make any sense so i don't think i went out and purposely created it if that makes sense i like to think care it out found me and this is what i was meant to be doing um but i think the way it came about care it out came about was that i just i was stubborn i don't want to go against my instincts and go against my gut i knew it didn't feel right and i just knew there had to be another way even if it took me ages years to find it i was passionate about helping it make sense to like the sleep what i was doing it ha i'm somebody that it, if i'm doing something it has to make sense to me i cannot do something if i don't understand the logic behind it and um, and sleep training or how i was trained didn't make any sense to me um 
so I had to find something that just for me it just wasn't a choice um so I think it was hard and as I said before lots of other nannies nanny circles they're quite tight and didn't necessarily I didn't really one I wanted to hang out with the children I really enjoyed it I sound like a loner don't I and um they didn't particularly want to hang out with me because they thought I was really permissive and just a bit weird because I was doing it was a little bit out there 20 years ago but I'm really glad I did so I think I created a caring solution because I listened to my instincts and because I knew there was a different way um and again I'm always learning something new things and new things that work and yeah I, I don't know it all I think that's really important um but that's definitely how it came about right I really hope you enjoyed that I wanted to keep it short but it's quite a long one but I really hope you enjoyed it let me know and I will see you in a couple of Tuesdays big love and sleep solidarity bye thank you so much for listening to me your host Kerry Secker on the Carrot Out Sleep Show I really hope you found the podcast reassuring, informative and a little bit fun. If you did, please don't forget to subscribe to the show below and I'd be so grateful if you could leave me some fabulous feedback. I always love hearing from you and one lucky listener will win lifetime access to my Bedtime Basics e-course every single month. My next podcast episode will be out in two weeks time but if you can't wait for more of my sleep shizzle you can find me over on Instagram at Consultant. I update my sleep squares and speak sleep there on the daily. Big love and sleep solidarity to you all.